Hi, my name's Andy, and uh, yes, I am the presenter of this little podcast called YMCA Radio, where we generally look at uh, uh, YMCA life, and uh, well, I should say YMCA Exeter life, and uh, what is happening and going on in the world around us. My voice may seem, I've got no idea how this is going to sound to you. I don't have any kind of fancy headphones or anything like that. Uh, but uh, in my head, at least, my, my voice is sounding a bit kind of croakier than normal. And uh, I wonder if that's, uh, well, it's cold. It is freezing outside. And uh, I wonder if it uh, has uh, crept down and... Uh, played my vocal cords a little bit um but anyway that's enough waffle uh coming up uh what we're going to do well what we're going to be looking at today is um latest news on uh, in the world of uh, brexit uh we're going to be looking at uh when benefits are going to be paid as well over the christmas holidays uh, as well as the normal uh slots of uh the tenancy beat of the week, where we look at uh, a little nugget of uh, tenancy management and six seconds or less, uh, as well as Jerry's thought of the week. But before that, uh, I'd like to have a chat about all things COVID-19. Sorry, just uh, pause for a quick swig of coffee there in attempt to uh, try and do something about my uh, voice. Uh, so, I should mention that uh, this has been recorded on Monday the 7th of December at uh, just after 2 in the afternoon. The reason why I like mentioning that is news, particularly at the moment, particularly in when it comes to certain uh, fast-moving uh, things that a lot of people care about, uh, news does seem to change quite quickly. And so therefore, you could argue that actually the facts as they stand uh, change from moment to moment as well or, you know, from day to day. So we might know one thing one day and then the next day we find out something else. Does make just like doesn't mean what was said the day before. Less true. It's just not an up to date. So uh, that's the reason why I mention uh, what the date is. Um, in regards to COVID-19. Uh, the main uh, news headlines seem to be uh, about the COVID vaccines and uh, that they're now in country, that uh, the government are getting ready to uh, basically make sure that everyone uh, can get some, can get the vaccine. From the looks of it, there are a number of different categories uh, over depending on who gets the vaccine first or I should say who gets the vaccine quickest and uh, that and those categories appear to be based on how old you are and how uh, clinically at risk you are as well as if you're working in the uh, healthcare sectors or social care sectors as well so the older you are if you're in any of those jobs or if you fall in and into any of those health categories you may well be offered the vaccine uh sooner uh than someone who isn't in uh, one of those categories uh if 
if you've got questions about the vaccine, I would strongly recommend that you do your research about it. Uh, look uh, up at a kind of reputable websites. Um, and yeah, one website I do like looking at is the Full Effect uh, UK website. Uh, they are basically the guys that uh, flag up uh, stuff on Facebook that may not necessarily be true. Um, desperately trying not to um, say the wrong thing or say or get anything overtly political here, but uh, uh, fullfact.org uh, do have a lot of information uh, on a range of different issues and um, yeah, worthwhile checking out if you do have questions. Okay, so I'm not going to shock anyone now if I was to say that Christmas is coming up. Uh, one thing about uh, Christmas and this time of year is that uh, it's not just a case of uh, lots of people going on holiday. Uh, there's uh, lots of bank holidays uh, happening as well in uh, quite a short space of time. Now, this does impact on uh, when benefits are paid. Um, so therefore, it's good to know when benefits, so when to expect that benefit payments come through to your bank account, so you can make any, uh, so you can make any payments that uh, are needed, and it doesn't take you by surprise. So, in regards to people who are on universal credit, uh, if you are due to be paid on uh, either Christmas Day. Boxing Day of two days after, so either on the Friday, the 25th, uh, the Saturday, the Sunday, or the Monday, your universal credit payment will come through on Thursday, December the 24th. Uh, if you are expecting uh, any other DW pay DWP payments, I should say, um, over those over those dates, so payments such as ESA or PIP, uh, then that payment will come through on December the 23rd, so Wednesday, December the 23rd. Uh, if, if you're expecting child benefit payments, then um, your payment come through on... <laughs> Thursday, December 24th. Sorry, the uh, website I'm looking at changed its formatting and threw me completely. Uh, if you are expecting a payment on New Year's Day, so Friday the 1st, um, so if you're expecting a universal credit payment, uh, it will come through on the day before, on the Thursday, um, on New Year's Eve. And uh, it's exactly the same if you are expecting a PIP uh, or ESA payment as well um yeah and it doesn't have information here for child benefit so i presume that's not uh, applicable in this case so yeah keep an eye out for that i appreciate that if you're not aware if you're not expecting it to have extra money into that comes into your bank account can be a bit of a shock uh if it does appear to be a bit of a shock well that's for reason it's there early, um, 
and make sure you budget uh, accordingly. Now, let's uh, move on to uh, this week's tenancy beat of the week, which is um, very much a little podcast, uh, all, all based around official government advice, where which you're only meant or you're legally you're only allowed you're only meant to be given it after you've moved in so this is all about giving you information before you move into a private rented accommodation hello and welcome to this week's tenancy beat of the week and uh, this week we're going to have a quick chat about mice not just mice, but uh, mice, rats, anything that can be like looked upon as a pest or vermin or anything like that. Uh, basically, there are two lines of responsibility here to ensure that they stay out of the house. To start with, it's the landlord's responsibility to ensure the property is free of pests and vermin, but only in cases where their presence, why the reason why they are there, have not been caused by the tenant. In, no, in that case, it's down to the tenant to resolve the issue. Right, before I call time on uh, this and leave you with uh, Jerry's thought for the week that's coming up, let's have a quick chat about Brexit. Now, Brexit is the name for the policy and for the procedure for uh, the UK to leave the EU. And what you may well hear uh, at the moment is lots of news about uh, uh, discussions and agreement. Well, I was going to say agreements, possibly disagreements about what that means for us as a, as a country. And uh, there's lots of uh, stuff uh, being reported in the press about how um, people from the UK and people from the EU are trying to work out how uh, both parties, both us and the EU, will be uh, doing business and basically living lives and things like that uh, together going on into the future. Now, as of uh, this afternoon at about two o'clock, uh, there's still a bit of work to be done on uh, this being worked out so from what i can tell uh there still seems to be some information well there still seems to be some agreements needed on how fishing works so obviously we're quite near the eu eu's quite near us there is water in between water has fish and fish is obviously a fairly large industry and uh, even more important for people who work in those industries. Uh, so that is in itself an important thing um, that uh, uh, the negotiators try to work out. There's also, um, so they also appear to be trying to work out things such as uh, border checks, tax, if tax will come in, um, and uh, how things such as uh, competition rules will uh be decided um so therefore people who so companies who are based in eu are given the same uh, responsibilities um 
in and have to be as fair as possible as uh, people who are in uh, the UK and vice versa as well. So um, that's that's what's known as a level playing field in uh, regards to these talks. Uh, so, yeah, it's definitely a story that is uh, developing. Uh, we'll see how it goes. And uh, obviously, we will try and make sense of it and maybe even better than what I've done in the last two minutes and 57 seconds. But on that note, I'm going to leave you in uh, the delightful company of uh, Jerry's fourth of the week. See ya. Uh, this is quite a fun poem called The Beachcomber by a chap called Harry Kemp. Um, Harry lived from 1883 to 1960, so the poem's at least uh, 60 years old, but I'm not sure when it was written. And it's about a chap um, on a desert island on his own uh, and, and missing the things that um, represented a normal life uh, for him before he was stranded. See if you can figure out what happens. The Beachcomber. I'd like to return to the world again, to the dutiful workaday world of men, for I'm sick of the beachcomber's lot, of the one volcano flaming hot, with the snow round its edge and the fire in its throat and the tropical island that seems afloat. Like a world set in space all alone in the sea, how I wish that a ship would stop for me. I'm sick of the brown girl that loves me. I'm sick of the coconut groves you can't take me too quick. From this place, though it's rich and all nature can give, for I want to return where it's harder to live. Where men struggle for life, where they work and find sweet, their rest after toil and the food that they eat. What? A ship's in the offing. Dear God, let me hide. They're in need of a sailor, awaiting for the tide to put off. I will hide where the great cliffs hang sheer. Give them mangoes and goats, but don't tell them I'm here. <laughs>